Mike check two one two. Mike check two one two. Welcome everybody to one eight hundred five zero four LE. I'm your host Tim Branch. Got two guests in the building. I got Cody. I got Trey. Assalamualaikum. Yo. It's clearly a deal with the young brother, the youngins today. But that's what makes for a good episode. We have some fire conversations where we just fuck off and just go off script. You know, some of the guests don't like when we go off script, but I like when we go off script. And we also got Kyle in the background. What's popping, Kyle? Y'all might, y'all may or may not hear him. He doesn't have a mic. He's just here, kind of as an audience. How y'all feeling today? Good, 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 sir. How's y'all mental health feeling, black men? Great, great. Y'all know America doesn't take our mental health seriously. I'm tired, bro. Not mentally, physically. I'm tired. I'm tired of both. I'm, I'm overdue for vacation right now. I'm, I'm taking a vacation very soon. I don't want to hear nothing about a vacation. I don't want to hear nothing. No, you're cruising. I ain't been on a vacation in God knows how long. You didn't go on last year? I don't want to hear nothing about a vacation. Yeah, I'm, I'm overdue. Nobody need one more than me, huh? I'm trying to go for school stuff. Here you go. You think Kyle's in the background trying to plan out a vacation in the middle of a goddamn podcast? Black people, I tell you. I was trying to get these niggas to make a fucking gas station run before we started recording. Nigga, Thursday, nigga ain't got nothing in the refrigerator. Ain't nothing in the fucking icebox, dog. But, um,. But yeah, so uh, it's funny that I said, how's y'all, black, y'all uh, mental health black men? Because nobody takes our mental health seriously. But now that I say this. I take my mental health seriously. That's a society doesn't take it seriously. Um, I mean, but now we say this, I think it's, it's a, a good conversation starter. Um, you know, I feel like mental health among black men isn't really... It's not... I'm trying to find the right word. It's not, um, I'm not going to say it's not taken seriously, but it's not paid close enough attention to because I know I can't speak for black, any black, we can't really speak for any women because it's three niggas on this bitch recording with three grown ass men recording. Um, so we can only speak from our own perspectives, but I do think that we have a good age range, 18 to 24, Cody in the middle at 21 of how it kind of feels to be a black man and, a lot of shit you go through mentally and a lot of the stuff we learn being brought up. Um, Trey, I'll start with you. You, Yeah, it's definitely not. Well, mental health. All right, well, it always like goes back. So to me, black men, well, black boys at the time, because we're brought up being told like, uh, suck it up. Like we're not taught to complain. And mental health just, I'm not going to say, well, it's definitely not a complaint. I wouldn't necessarily say it's complaining. It's just like express yourself, like telling you what's wrong. Like you don't want to actually hear the problem because you too busy calling it. Because when you're being brung up, they're busy saying it's a complaint. You don't really have a problem. Oh, don't let a nigga tell you you soft. Don't be hanging around with them old niggas. The worst thing, you don't want to be called the soft nigga Ain't no crying. You better get your ass up. Like, and I'm not gonna say it's their fault because, you know, that type of stuff is like been learned behavior. It's a learned behavior. Like, yo, this is how you. It's what you think is the right way to bring up a, a young boy. Is to, you'll be on that nigga. Like, yeah, yeah like that's for up. like that's for girls. Yeah, like don't whine, cry. Like, like I understand you want your son to be tough, but like you also don't want him to be a sociopath. Yeah, you don't want your son to have. Mental deeper problems when you get older. 
because you were too busy telling them, shut up, suck it up, throw some dirt on it. Like, right. I think it's good that mental health is being talked about more nowadays. They just, need, they just need to find like a mm-hmm. common middle yeah. like, of where it goes. Yeah, where. Now, I'm not saying like, yeah, what goes be where. a little whine about every little thing, but you know what I'm saying? There's certain stuff, expression is good, I believe. Um, I think that uh, it's good that mental health is being talked about more nowadays because. I don't. It was, it wasn't well publicized. Um, you always had stuff happen with people, unfortunately, unfortunately committing suicide stuff. But it still wasn't. There wasn't a great light shined upon it until it was too late. Um, I do like that people are trying to be proactive with with the subject. Um, but. I think we, as a society, we're taking some positive steps. I think as black men, there's still some steps we need to take among ourselves. Um, and just, and just, because people always think about physical health, taking care of your physical health, but your mental health is so important. Like, I don't care what anybody says, you can't do anything physically if you're not right mentally. Like, I know when I'm not right inside my head, it's best that I'm not even around. Like, I need to get myself together. I can't be around people. And, and be my best self. I feel like an important thing, like when it comes to your mental health, is finding the coping mechanisms to get away from like your problem. Well, not get away from your problems, but like solving your problems when it comes to mental health. Like, do you need to talk to somebody, or like what Cody was saying, do you need to write it down or something like that? But I know when it comes to talking to somebody, a lot of people don't really like doing that because. They, it's hard to find somebody that like you can trust. Trust. It's hard to find somebody that you could trust and like, cause you don't. A lot of people don't want these problems repeated. Like, if I'm trusting you, telling you something, I don't want you to go and repeat that hard. to the next thirty people you see. Mad days like, a bitch. It's what I I'm trusting you, which is why I feel a lot of people just keep it to themselves. And then there's also the other. There's also like the other side of you don't want. To, want to tell somebody and then they'll take you as a joke because then it's even worse because now you're looking at my problem is like you're not taking it serious yeah. right and you end up you might feel well not might you will feel like i mean feel like a fool if you find out that like it got fuck out a, fuck a fool you feel like an asshole let's use the proper term like you just feel real fucking bad like like I know I'm like when I'm out. Like I have days where I don't even be wanting to come out the fucking. I go through spurts where I don't like want to talk to anybody. I don't want to come out the room. Especially if I have, like if I have an issue, the the best way I feel like like if something's like not going right, if I'm having like I automatically just want to go to sleep. I'd rather just go to sleep. And hopefully the shit is which isn't a real way of dealing with your problems. Hopefully the shit is like I be thinking like man, hopefully the shit is better when I wake up. Or let me get away from every. That's my best way of getting away from things. Don't let me not be able to sleep my way through the shit. Like, see, that's gonna be a person's first instinct. I feel like, like when you're not really feeling it that day, like I just don't want to be around people and stuff like that. But I feel like for me personally, that really just makes it worse because, like, you're just sitting in a room by yourself and you're just sitting in your own thoughts and. Just thinking about a hundred trillion different things, but 
I found like when I get out, like go somewhere, like talk to some people, that definitely helps. And another thing is I feel like working out and just, it just makes me feel better personally. Yeah, working out is definitely helpful because like I know when I was in college, like I remember when I was at Tech, I definitely wasn't in like the best mental space which is kind of why I got from out, out of there because I just wasn't myself. And then I transferred to Dillard and I pro- like I was good for probably the first semester, but then like I just kind of found myself back where I was. And I thought I hated track, but really it was something else in me that was really wrong. And I kind of like, I thought I hated track, but when I, I started running again before, I started running by myself. And then I figured out that maybe if I started running track competitively again, it would help. And so when I really started running for the school, I found that school didn't feel as much of a like a pest. Like I actually could wake up and look forward to something that was going on that day. It wasn't as bad when I got up to go there. Right. And like a lot of stuff, or like getting to the school point. Like, when you're more involved in stuff, I feel like it'll just automatically, like, make it better. Yeah, you get like, to meet new people. And when you're you meeting, like, it's never them. good to be alone. Like, even if, you like, you're, like, I would say I'm not, a, like, I'm not walking up to nobody, introducing myself to nobody. Like, I'm not that kind of person. So, like, yeah, right. through track, that's how I, like, I meet. meet new people through track. Like, that's how I started to meet people at school because, like, before that, I probably had maybe one to three friends, one to three friends. So, like, because I'm not that kind of person. I'm not about to, oh, hi, I'm Cody. That's just not me. I always did meet people through sports and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, right. I just feel like that's the best way I can get to meet people. And I feel like I open up better that way because I get to know you while I'm out there doing what makes me happy. Right. I, I, you know, I'm glad that, like, y'all are able to, like, understand that stuff, like, I'm telling y'all, like, even though I'm older than y'all, as far as, like, on certain subjects, I think y'all are beyond me with because we're learning later and y'all are learning earlier, which I think it's great that y'all are learning earlier. Like, I always tell people, if I'd have known then what I know now, at, at, at y'all age, what I know now, I'd be the perfect human being. But, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, you're not able to, you know, to go back in time and change things, but you can't improve towards your future. You know what I'm saying? You can't affect the past. The past is, is done already, but you can work on your present. You can work on your future. I think right. um, it's funny how you said, like you realized that it wasn't trade. That was your problem. It was like some other things going on. Like I, I go through these first too. Like I said, I go through this first, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I just rather be by myself. Which is almost a cop out, I think. Sometimes um, it's just an easier way of dealing with stuff. Uh, I don't think it's the most. It's not the most. Um, the best way to cope with it. It's not the best way to deal with things. It doesn't necessarily change any. It doesn't change things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it definitely. Just keeps it prolongs the issues or whatever's the problem with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So like when like I've told wait look, my bad I don't mean to cut you off. No, it's good. I, I gotta get the statement. I almost forget it. Like I, I, I always joke. Um, and y'all can hear me tell anybody like recording this podcast shit. Some of the best shit I've ever done. Like right. it helps me get through my week. <laughs> yeah. You go. Oh, um, oh. I I was about to say. I know you said you like just getting away from people stuff like that when you're not feeling it that day but do you feel like that helps you like in any way answer me what did i say again i said when you're just not like feeling it that day and you say like i just feel like getting away from everybody and like sitting in your own room do you feel like that helps you in any way or what um if i'm watching tv like if i'm doing something like watching tv it'll take my mind off of stuff um Whatever was bothering me doesn't necessarily stop bothering me because I'm still in my own head, um, which is why I think professional help is like really important. Like y'all talking about having somebody talk to, I think it's good to talk to professionals. Like, and I know as black people we're not big on going to talk to professionals, but I think it's something that more of us should really I look mean, into. Sometimes though, like. They say talk to a professional, but like that's easy everybody can't afford to talk yeah, that to shit, a professional. That shit is high. I was, I was wondering how it's that works like the other day. Like, talk to a psychologist is free. Like, does insurance cover? Like, some I mean, of these people make a hundred thousand dollars a year for a reason because yeah. it's expensive to talk yeah, to them. That shit is very expensive. Like, nobody. Yeah. And then the time, like, and I know it's easy. Like, oh, it was, you need to make time, bro. If you work, you work. Your boss ain't trying to hear. I'm taking. Oh, I'm taking an hour out of my day every day to go to a psychiatrist. You be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? A lunch break is only 30 minutes, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, just having something to look forward to is real helpful. Yeah, like... If you have something to look forward to every day that you wake up, I feel like that's real helpful. I I think this... I really do think this podcast saved me in a lot of ways mentally, like I said. Um, It's really... You can ask this nigga here. You can ask this nigga here. You can call Jordan up on the phone. You can ask other people that's really, really close to me how much I enjoyed it. Like... it's how I express myself in a lot of ways. And it was funny as we, I'm going to segue into another, to another conversation right quick. Um, when, when people um, ask me, well, what do you talk about your podcast? I, I often tell them music, but I talk about a lot of life shit too. And the reason why I don't necessarily, I, and then I thought about it in the car today. I was like, fuck it. I don't, I don't have a genre. My genre is everything. Some people might be like, well, that's too wide a margin. I don't think that's too wide a margin because, you know, I used to hate the term the culture in hip hop, but I love the term. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the culture, you know, hip hop is more than just music. Hip hop is social stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. What's going on in the world? Yeah, that's, that, the, that's what yeah, the culture is. That moment. So in my eyes, all this still ties back into hip hop culture. It's everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it discuss a lot of different things. And sometimes you might, me talking about some shit might help somebody. Hopefully it'll, it'll help somebody. Just the, the conversation we just finished having on mental health, which I'm de- we're definitely going to come back to one day. I, hopefully whoever tunes into it, they'll be like, damn, hey, okay, I'm not, somebody kind of gets what I'm saying. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully it, it can help. You always hope yeah. anything you do, be, can be considered as a way to help somebody else um, right. and, and, maybe, and get somebody through something. Yeah. Maybe they don't feel 
as a loan. Right. Like, and I think, I think that's people in general's biggest fear. And anybody, or like, it's easy to say I, I do everything by myself, but nobody wants to do everything by themselves. Right. If people felt like they could trust people, they would could really trust people. They wouldn't do everything by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Cool. We have his fucking phone ringing in a very serious conversation. <laughs> it's one of the more fucking serious conversations I've ever had on this bitch. And I just made it unserious by saying the F word three times. Crap phone ringing. I'm busting in DC getting money. But yeah, um, I think that. That's why I'm so strong about this podcast and so many for so many reasons. Like it's really the highlight of my day. Because I mean I'm still just, just kind of figuring out what it is, but I know it's gonna be something. You know what I'm saying? I can feel it. So, you know. But that's why I always I try to make sure I end every episode saying, yo, I, I appreciate everybody who listened. Thank you. Um it means a lot to me that you take your time out of and listen, I don't think, and that's what my beef with some artists is, like, instead of complaining about who's not listening to you, just, you know, appreciate who do listen to you. Appreciate the people that want to listen to what you're saying. Right. Like, Dog, I, I, I was joking with somebody, I was like, nigga, I have 880 plays, and I know I've said this on a previous podcast, I have, I, right now I'm at 880 plays for all my episodes combined. I mean, bro, when, we, when me and Jordan first started this shit, I didn't know if I would ever get to 880 plays. When I saw that the first episode we ever did got 60 plays, I was amazed. Um, now, I'd be lying and say I, did, I didn't check the numbers all day to see how my plays are doing because, you, you of course, you want to feel like people are listening to you, but as I hit, when I get to 10, okay, I feel really good. When I get to 20, I feel even better. 30, okay. 40, shit. Um, our episode I did with Ali called New Orleans Bodies, you can go check that out, got 108 plays. Like, Nigga, I was like, he was like, dog, we're going to make this, your be- do everything in my power. He texted me, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure we get as many plays. Later that day, like, I guess he told, should send it to everybody he knew and showed it to everybody he knew. Because I had, by the end of the day, I had like 60 plays. And the episode started out at like 20 or 30. And it was slow at first. And it was one of my best episodes. So, uh. I've never really t- talked about what the purpose of this podcast is, but it's to shine light on music, uh, stuff going on socially, and just talk about some real shit and not give that bullshit ass opinion that you see on online, but also not get that same bullshit opinion that you see on your timeline because the world is bigger than your timeline. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's bigger than the ten pop it so called so called pop and niggas on your timeline. Like the and, world's a very big place, and usually that's not even what the people really think. They're it's just, not people. I find that people just say stuff just so that they're looked upon as like being cool or whatever, or, or just to fit in. Like there's something to be stupid down. that's popular. It's probably popular because there's something else that's important that's probably going on that somebody doesn't want you to see. Like, like with the social media shit, I don't know how artists or and creators and people who are in the public light are able to deal with this shit. Like. You go through, and especially among the, among the women, like, I feel, uh, uh, and I, I don't want to sound insensitive because I just finished talking about how important it is for men to express themselves, but I feel really bad for the women. Like, go, like, I critique artists on here and stuff, but I would never, like, some of the stuff that people do online is a bit fucking most, like, I was looking at different people's comments. I look at, like, 
it's almost like it's fun to bash people and it's cool to be in people comments with that bullshit. Like, and you start to think like, damn, dog, that's not even really fucking necessary. Like, and the, the place that's the guiltiest of all of them is the shade room because like people say really hurtful things and then people go to twisting stores like, son, that's not even that person was saying in this post. There's a video and you just mis- completely misinterpreted the video you got some other stupid motherfucker who listens to it and runs along with it. Like, it's it's scary. And it shows you that we live in a follow a monkey see, monkey do society. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. really followers. Like, right. like, nothing is original anymore. Like, and people feel like, and I have another problem with people saying, and I'm not going to talk about this long. I have a problem with people saying, oh, they hope ASAP Rocky, he deserves, I can't relate to me to, like, Fam, like, and I understand you not agreeing with what he said about him not being able to relate or whatever, but at the same time, do I think he should have said that? Probably not, but at the same time, and it could have been loaded when he did that interview or anything. He could have been, you know, might not did the best job of articulating he himself. I just feel like he didn't do the best job of articulating what he was trying to say. Because if you if you follow him, you know that he went back and was basically saying he wasn't around. He wasn't in America at this time. Like he wasn't he wasn't in Ferguson like J. Cole went and visited. Like he wasn't that he didn't go visit. He wasn't really a part of that movement. So he wouldn't have been the right person to speak on what was going on. Right. Like he didn't want to just be somebody trying to say something to say something and then go say some stupid shit. And then y'all kill him anyway. So. Whether he was right or wrong or whatever, nobody deserves to be in jail. And in case y'all don't know this, to be stuck in jail in a foreign country is a totally different monster, depending on what country you're in. Because you got some places that, like, are fucking terrible. You don't want to be locked up in. I think Nicki Minaj just had a story. She said she didn't know that she wasn't allowed to say certain words at a concert in Jamaica. And when she got off a of stage, they were going to arrest her. Like, son, like, the laws everywhere are different. No laws are the same. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I think that my bad guys, we're back. We had some technical difficulties. We had a little interruption, y'all. We good now. Man, fuck that. Fuck the interruption. We had a knock at the fucking door. <laughs> Niggas knocking on my door this hours of the fucking night. But um but yeah, back to what I was saying, getting arrested in a different country is it's not something you want to experience. Fuck, getting arrested isn't something you want to experience. Who the fuck wants to go to jail? <laughs> I, I take that back. They're stupid. Some of them niggas must. I, I take that. Stupid. I take that statement. I take that statement back. But um, nobody wakes helps. up wanting to go to jail. I will. Say Man, that. I, who the fuck wakes up? I honestly jail? think that. Now, some... Maybe after you go to jail, your, your mindset might change. A little Man, bit, but, I really uh, think some of them dudes just some... do that as a publicity stunt, though. Starting, yeah. Mm. Some of y'all, y'all's a little, I don't know. Yeah, y'all sentences looking kind of light, pimp. Yeah. But we'll leave. That's a conversation for another day. Whatever. Some of you niggas ain't who y'all say y'all was. I learned about some of you niggas when I was young. Some yeah. of y'all really might like jail. I don't know. Weirdos. I mean, y'all niggas ain't even institutionalized. Some of you niggas are just weird. Like, yeah. But uh, on a lighter note, how do we feel about Revenge of the Dreamers? That's just I have a new song, their favorite song every time I listen yes, to it. Yes, sir. Under the Sun is my favorite track right now. Under the Sun? Yeah. 
Well, I miss it. 1993 and down bad. Since 1993, I've been, been smoking. <laughs> Wait, ask about me. Like stupid. <laughs> so we all pretty much like the what I'm calling. I'm not ready to do a full album review. I got another three days of listening. Y'all ain't know who was shouting that shit. That's Buddy, nigga. That nigga called. <laughs> Fuck with Buddy. Buddy music nice. But um, what yeah. was Fargo code too? Do they have a rapper named Wells Fargo? No, nigga. It's a song on the album. Oh, oh it sure is. Fuck, I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm not ready to do an album review just yet. Uh, we'll do that next week. It's just... I, I have more listening to do before I do a review. A Revenge of the Dreamer? Yeah. I, I, like to be, I like to be thorough. Um, so a lot of good music to process at once. Can, you know what I want to talk about, too? Because I've been seeing a lot of this. A lot of violations. Wait, because I just got to get this off my head. <laughs> I was listening to Chris Brown yesterday. I was listening to his old tape because somebody asked me if I listened to the new one. Bruh, I can't listen to 32 songs. You can't listen to I'm, oh, I'm gonna have, yeah, his, I'm gonna have his to. Album, I'm going to start playing his song when I get in the car. I'm going to wake up the next day when I get back in the car. I'm going to be on like track seven. It's gonna take a week to finish. I don't give his new stuff. Too. I don't really listen to him, but like, I feel like every new song that I just see from Twitter, they all sound the same. I don't, I don't like, know why. I'm but not saying me, his music. I'm not saying the album is bad. Like, they still have songs that he make every now and again. I like them, but like, I can't listen to 32 songs, bro. You know, I'm wondering if like, are there any throwaways? Well, what I'm wondering is, see, my question about this album is. Is it one of those albums that grow on you, or is it something like because the the responses were real up and down from what I saw? But also, I was wondering as far as the singles because none of the singles really connected like they thought they were going to connect. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody like that song with Drake, right? A lot of people like. I'm not gonna at say first, but it didn't do what they thought. I don't think it did what they thought it was going to do because it was at number nine. Or, it debuted at number nine on the Billboard, but then it started dropping. It dropped fairly quickly. Quickly, I don't know if it's still in there. Um, but the Billboard shit is tricky nowadays, too. There's other charts being made. Rolling Stones on their own chart. I don't know how that's going to fucking work out. But there's a lot of fucking complicated aspects going into shit. Um, but I'll give it a listen eventually. I, I don't know how I'm, gonna, I'm kind of figuring out how I'm going to do that. Um, what, the 32 songs? Yeah. I know who will not be listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Like, like I said, it's going to take me two weeks to listen to I looked at it, but... I ain't got time for that. Bro. Yeah. And like, what's the vibe of the? Also, what's the vibe of those thirty-six songs? Are they happy? Are the first twelve happy? Oh, the next it, twelve? If it's thirty-two songs, it might talk about my whole damn life. Now, if it's thirty-two songs of depression, I'm not fucking with that. I just had a conversation. We just finished having a conversation on mental health. I'm not ready to off myself. Um. Never off yourself. Yeah, don't off don't yourself. You're loved. Every somebody loves you. <laughs> I'm leave that alone. Um. But uh, yeah, like, and then it doesn't help that so much music is released at once. So hell of music, like. Well, let me rephrase that. There's a lot of music that gets released, but there's not a lot of good music that gets released, in my personal opinion. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. not saying that like the people who are releasing music that are still doing well aren't good artists. I'm just saying that I just don't connect with that. Keep on doing it though, because if you're making money, I'm all for everybody making money. It's just that. I'm not listening to your music. It's just right. me. I feel like I'm really picky when it comes to music too, because I'm big on content. 
the I, content I, is not there, I will not be listening to it. I don't want to so. hear about you shooting your the nigga in the hood that you shot the last forty five albums again on this next album. I don't, don't want to hear about it. your I, side piece, it, your mm-hmm. main thing. When, I, when I'm listening oh. to music, I listen to music differently. I listen to pick tracks, but then I, also it depends on the mood I'm in too, on what I want to listen to. So yeah, like I I get it. You was fucking bitches last week. You was fucking bitches this week. And now you're mad at next your bitch. You now you're mad at your main bitch cheating on you. Yeah, like, you'll get you'll get over it. Karma is like. Come on, bro. Switch it up. Sure. Like, there's more. Now, I'll listen to, I mean, the turn up stuff, but only at parties. I'm not about to just sit in my room alone and, like, oh, let me what's listen the, to, what's some, the name of that song? to some young boy. You know, the, you know that song, uh, ah, bro. Somebody got in my car and turned this shit on. That fucking song, uh, that, you know I ain't scared, boy. <laughs> I will put a motherfucker out. I can't sit around and listen to that. Nigga, I'm not trying to have a headache while I'm going down the street. <laughs> nah, I gotta watch it. I put on in the car too, like stuff like that. Have me going two hundred and a thirty-five. <laughs> Y'all playing every fucking speeding ticket I ever got. I was listening to Chief Keith. One of them was I hate being sober. I'm like, officer, I don't even, I don't know what's wrong. It's, it's music. <laughs> nah, I ain't even start drinking yet, bro. Nah, I, I'm sober. Nine o'clock in the morning. Nah, I got one uh, pullover scare, and I'm, I've been, peak, <laughs> I've been peeking ever since. Love that motherfucker, right? Yep. Yeah, soon as, <laughs> soon as, <laughs> soon as I go one mile per hour over the speed limit, Boy. I'm peeping through every mirror I got. The homie, brought us the, <laughs> the homie brought us to Thibodeau. Let me tell you, bro. We was on our way. I woke up. Still going there. Fell back to sleep. Woke up. Nigga, we still wasn't there. <laughs> Keep in mind, Thibodeau's only an hour five minutes away. Tops. It's not that far. Bro, is <laughs> in that motherfucker riding the brake. <laughs> this is why I don't like getting in the culture. You niggas is going to be the death of me. We all y'all fucking folks. Niggas get one ticket and forget how to drive completely. Hey man, I can do things to you. Once you start getting in your pockets. Nigga said it's different when you gotta pay for yeah. that motherfucker. That's what that's no, what fucker. my mama hit me with. I got no, I got caught by the I'll never get caught by a police car. I mean, cause I'm Bro. I'm always on the lookout, man. Look, look, look. But man, um when it's dark outside and you might not know the area very well. And they have those hidden trucks that flash your license plate when you go over the speed limit. Oh, no, nothing hurt her worse. Man, I yep. Mean, no, okay. I thought. No, okay. I've let you niggas ramble for long. Wait, wait, wait. All right, all right. This is it. This is it. I'm you got thirty seconds, nigga. All right. So twenty-five. So I thought I was good. I just thought it flashed, but I mean, it wasn't for me. No, I thought it was. Oh, for it was me, definitely. But. It got like two weeks down the line. I was like, dang, the ticket didn't come in yet. I must be good. I lucked up. Yo, man, it down. came. No, no, no. But <laughs> it came back like a month and a half after it flashed me. And my mama, it was when we came back from Jamaica. And my mama was like, oh, you've been speeding, huh? <laughs> Mom, I just got back from vacation. Why, why are you bringing this up? It's like, he's like, I got a ticket for you. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, well, ask your sister. I don't pay no tickets in this house, so <laughs> let me get that seventy-five dollars. 
Oh, you gonna do me like that, mom? I thought you loved me. Nah, I'm fine. Yeah, we're finished with his his ticket as driver again. Cause fucking with this shit, I'm gonna fuck around. Matter of fact, I got a seatbelt ticket. I gotta pay. Boy, I'm telling you, I ain't gonna tell y'all. This man, Timmy. Oh, all I'm gonna tell y'all is, if y'all parents know somebody that can get tickets removed, don't call yourself paying a ticket. Cause I called myself paying the ticket. Six o'clock in six thirty in the morning, I'm getting cursed out. And I'm getting woke up. Your stupid ass didn't pay the ticket. I think I didn't do something good. My insurance gonna go. I could have got it expunged. You stupid mother. Okay, I'm okay. Nigga, I'm done with this fucking ticket time. So okay, I hate these fucking conversations. So, no, I don't want to relive them. But uh, yeah, guys. Uh oh, I want to make a quick announcement. Uh, we're not done recording. I got thirty more minutes of bullshit to talk about. Depending on how you view it. But uh, I want to make a quick announcement. Uh, very, very soon, we're going to start having local artists. On. Well, not just local artists. Any fucking artist that wants to come on the podcast and talk music and shit and life and shit, it's welcome to come on. Just hit me up. You know, y'all know my Twitter name. Who? <laughs> Cody Rap? He didn't send me. Cobo in the cut. My what Instagram is Tim Branch underscore. Just hit me up on there and I'll, you know what I'm saying? We'll talk about it. But uh, yeah. But uh, so today we've pretty much did we talk about how so we talked about how so toxic social media is, right? Yeah, we, we did that. It's very toxic. I'm tired of this shit. Fuck social media. Wow, but I be so- needing it to promote my my, my podcast, so it's kind of not fuck social media. <laughs> uh, it's very compli- It's a very complicated matter. I think personally. Um. Yeah. The mental health discussion. That was one of our better discussions. Now shit is drying up. I know y'all can hear it drying up in this bitch. Like, because you made us stop talking about our, our tickets. tickets. Man, fuck y'all tickets. <laughs> fuck. Bad luck having motherfuckers. You didn't want to hear about what really goes on in my life. Not gonna. Lose. I mean, the other stuff really goes on, but you didn't want to hear about the everyday life. I gotta be getting my black ass pulled over. I don't know. I don't even always be speed, but <laughs> that's fair. No. no, no, no. Now you made me want to jump out of the car one time nah. while I was drunk. Nigga. I, I was I was I was I was I was frightened for my life. All I'm gonna tell y'all is if you get pulled over, hands you on the steering wheel. Gun, hands on the steering wheel. Yes, sir, no sir. Yes, sir, no, sir. May, hypothetically, when they pull you over, just stick your hands out the car. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Just make sure they can't stick it out the car. They let y'all stay in the car. They make me get out. They always make me get out. They make me get out. That's crazy to me, though. They always make me get out. It was 12 o'clock in the morning. I got the last ticket. They made me get out the car. Speeding? I thought they only do that, like, if they suspect you of having, like, a warrant or the car stolen or something like that. They made me get out the car. 1230 in the morning. Running red light. They do that when they assume you're a drug dealer. Bro, let me get out the car. I told them what my license stuff Nigga, they're not saying who's done with this fucking conversation. Shit. This is the longest. This is going to take the next 30 minutes. All I'm going to tell y'all is the police saw a socket wrench. Keep in mind, dude looked goofy. If he ain't had that badge and he wanted to throw hands, we could have. That's not. <laughs> that's even him right there. He saw a socket wrench. Bro, I was about to shoot my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Once he said, whoa, 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 I said, you know what? You go in the bag. You get my license and all that because I'm not going to my car. You, you tripping. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's it's silver. You, you, seen a, you seen a red gun before? Well, 
Well, call, gonna, of, call of Duty like you live. Just so y'all know, we're all gonna be getting arrested next week. I can feel it. But anyway, hey, no, before no, I get I'm arrested, sorry. let's get some good shit off in this fucking conversation. But um, yeah. So we talked about revenge of the dreamers, mental health. We're gonna continue on that mental health conversation. New artists. That's yeah. my way of getting the police brutality, y'all. <laughs> yes, yeah. Not brutality, but uh, what? What's it harassment? Called? Yeah, harassment. Now you knew you meant you was gonna be on one of the day, huh? Just cause I, just cause I ran a red light, didn't mean I committed thirteen of the crimes. You're black. I told you this when you were young. You're black. That's not the point. Just cause I'm black, you're a police. You signed up for this job. You shouldn't be paranoid. You had training. Yeah, so they say. If you had training, it's not my fault that you chose this job. And every time you pull somebody over that don't look like you, you're terrified. Well. Well, he feared for his life, Cody. He feared for his life, and he shot the nigga 19 times. I would say that's what it What point did you stop fearing? But yeah, guys. But, uh, shit. We got anything else good to talk about? Is there anything else probably going on? Like, Rest in peace, Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton died December 4th. He was killed by the CIA, y'all. We knew he was. He cool was twenty one. Everybody know. doesn't even know who Fred Hampton is. You didn't know who he was until I educated. Him. First of all, I've been to who Fred Hampton was. You knew who he was because of a Jay Z song. Shut up. I I'm familiar <laughs> with the Black Panther. I arrived on day Fred Hampton. I googled it. Cause, I, yeah, because of Jay Z. But I know. Don't say I didn't know yeah. who the fuck he was. I said you knew who he was because of Jay Z. What? what else you know about him? He was part of Black Panther. What else? Government killed him. What he did? I know more. All right, then shut up. Trust information. Suck my dick. People act like they know all about this man. Nah, oh. shut the fuck up. Nigga, read one book and think they're an expert on some shit. Nigga, I'm gonna go Google some more. No book. I would all. I had to read the speeches man wrote. I had to Google this man's life. I know all kind of shit about this man. Shut up. Nigga, read one book. I don't even know if they have a book on this nigga. This nigga don't know what he's talking about, y'all. I don't think they. I don't think they have. All right, so shut up. Cody, we can fight live on this fucking podcast, nigga. Fuck all that. But uh. You know what else I want to talk about? I want to talk about Master P on the Breakfast Club. Smart man. Wait, P doesn't get enough credit. Explain what happened because I'm not really up to He was talking about different stuff um, going going on. And he, he, he made a point. It was a point about Nipsey. He was like, Nipsey should have got way more love for that album when he was alive. And I wholeheartedly agree. Um... You can ask anybody who knows. We me. were playing. I said he should have won then. We, we we thought he should have won. It was either between him or J Rock. I didn't know. I was stuck between who it to give it to at the time. But I feel like he kind of just like a little bit. I feel yeah. like he edged him a little. He bit. was a more. But I was upset. Y'all, if y'all remember, I was upset with who got album of the year. But mm. it's not that big a deal. Like not the knock card. Oh, but, who, oh, who got album of the year? For that who category. Who got it? But who got it though? Cardi. Cardi got it. Oh my god. Oh. But um, but it's not even a hip hop album. I mean, personally, but that's that's another conversation. But it's I'm not gonna say it's not a good album. Um, but what I will say is he, he made some good points in the interview, and he was saying how he wants to change the film industry, which I think is dope. Was it gonna be hard to do? But I think if anybody can do it, I think he can do it. Um, how was he saying he would change it? Do you remember? This, this interview happened last week. I wanted to say he was. They were talking a little bit about uh. As far as funding your own movies and because he funded, I got to hook up to himself. And he was just talking about some, there was a lot of things 
to be talked about, but the thing I remember the most was the nip. I'm going to re- go rewatch the interview so we can discuss some more because it's, there's so many layers to the interview. It's a really good interview. Just know Bro, Master P is the reason why a lot of y'all favorite rappers get paid. But I heard uh, that the movie's not going to do too well, though. I got the hookup. Somebody was saying <laughs> it looked like a it looked like a music video. You're laughing, but movies are expensive. No, I know that. Movies but if you're gonna make one, then like, you should put everything. So it's easy to it. Oh, it looks like that's because they found a way to fuck up ever to make it hard for niggas to get money now. I just really got a lot of respect for Master Pete. Bro. He's the reason a Pete lot of y'all's favorite rappers. It. He's the first guy to have his own publishing. I don't know much on him, so I'm not gonna act like I do. Well, now's a good like this is probably a good age for you to kind of like learn because you can understand the stuff better. Um, no, I was just saying I don't really know much on P. about him. P is so Master P is so mental health. I mean, not mental health. Master Jesus Christ, <laughs> Master P is so important to the rap uh, game. It's not even like funny how important he is. Like he helped Snoop out. He got Snoop out of his deal. He went got Snoop out of that deal. He went to sugar with a checkbook. Nigga, you know how you your 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 numbers got to be right to do some shit like that. Hmm. Um, I think what he was saying about Nipsey was really true though, because I was like, and he he pointed out some BT did, and y'all know I've been on BT ass for a while now. BT be with that bullshit. And BT is not owned by black people, guys. Just so y'all know. I thought the That's why it should be so trash. that light skin lady? I thought that was the white fuck. man owns BT. Firecom owns BT. Which is all Same people own MTV. Yeah, that's true for yours. Black people haven't had BT for fucking 14 years. And that's why it's been ass for 14 years. Y'all think that the fucking white people are gonna let your show your station just, be better? Just notice that it slowly got worse. Like, look at the content on BT now. The shows don't even last. Or they'll get a good show and fuck it up. The game. Hmm. Like. Oh, yeah. Everybody used to be watching that. And yeah. all of a sudden, when they get the show, like, they basically pretty much destroy the fucking show. Like, after everybody had cried for the show to come back, like, they. they Like, how the fuck did y'all do this? Like, how? Explain to me how, my nigga, but. The man. One one of the things P was saying was like they give him album of the year. It's a whole year later. Like that album was it's great now, but it was definitely great when it came out. So like Yeah, they just fucked it. It's just that album didn't get enough love and enough credit. Um Nipsey was just on some different shit, like the more I think about it. And I know it's been said a million times, but you know, we don't really appreciate some shit till it's too late. And that person's no longer here. And that's with everything. That's with the girls you date, where you think you really like, and until she's gone, or that's with the fucking, that's with your last meal. I mean, yeah, that's how every, well, I'm I'm not going to say everything. I don't know about that. No, well, stuff that you really liked and maybe you didn't realize that you really liked it in the moment when you actually had it. But of course, when it's gone, you're going to be like, oh, dang, I wish I had access to this now. But I mean, I mean, some things are just good. I mean, better just being gone. So yeah, not Nipsey. Are, things aren't better with Nipsey yeah, being gone. We need Nipsey. Oh no, I'm not saying that. We need. I'm just. I just said some things. Not at all. Getting depressed just thinking about it. Um, 
But man, I feel guilty because I didn't really start getting on XXX Tentacion until he started. I mean, until he died, and I didn't realize how like good he was. Played him for Timmy when he was alive, and Brad told me. Nah, I just didn't. Tell me just wasn't having it. No, there, was, there was too much going on. Um, and I, I hate to say it, but like, there was so much. You know how I am with annex and shit and like behavior, certain shit. I can't get with certain behaviors, which is going to lead us into this conversation about the code. And I've told y'all this all the time. The code is fucked up right now. This is perfect. This is a perfect segue. We, we can talk about X another day. Rest in peace, X. Um, the code is not. Whoever's supposed to be taking care of the code and making sure it's running as run a certain way and niggas are supposed to abide by certain rules, it's doing a terrible job. Like, niggas don't give no fucks about the code anymore. Like, I'm looking on Instagram and I see what's the face is fucking with your boy out B2Ks. She got two kids with him, but she fucking with his his bandmate. Sounds like a big problem if you ask me. Like, what? who the fuck raised these niggas? Like, what, what the fuck? Like, there are are rules we must abide by, men and women. Like the game is fucked. It's all the way fucked up. And why the fuck am I getting Instagram alerts during a goddamn podcast? I feel like that ties into people's character. Definitely. A lot of people. Like, oh boy, it's rare to find. Maybe a my code of ethics is just off because I hung around a lot of old niggas. So I, my viewpoint on things is different. Cause I can't get with the way some of you niggas is moving. That's why I say, like, even the chicks, the niggas dating the rap game, like, you niggas be, y'all are weird. Like, who the fuck, like, who the fuck, like, you niggas is, like, best friends with y'all sit, date the same girl, like, that, that, I'm convinced you niggas are into some other shit, but we're not going to discuss that on this podcast. <laughs> no judgment, all God's children. I'm not judging you, I'm just saying, y'all niggas is weird. Like, I can't, Fuck with a chick, my partner and fuck with. But that makes me realize that you niggas it can't really be partners. Can't. You had eyes for her. Yeah. That means you had eyes for. So basically, you had eyes for my old lady while I was with her, and she had eyes for him. Ah. See what I'm saying? Sucker shit in the music industry. Which now makes me question a whole lot. <laughs> see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like son. The whole friendship. <laughs> was that really even a friendship? Do I say nobody in the music industry really likes each other? Lie to me. I mean, most of it. I'm not going to say most of it, but sometimes people just have to fake it to maybe get features and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And maybe hanging out with so-and-so will get you more publicized and therefore get more listens to your music and stuff like that. So, yeah. Like, basically... You got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, that shit's whack, though. That's that's some whack-ass shit. Like, I, and I'm not knocking, but I'm like, man, that shit's weak. Like, that shit isn't, to me, it's not normal. Maybe I'm just different. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said earlier, guys, I'm, we're about to sign on off for y'all today. We'll be back next week. Maybe this week, if, later this week, if you're lucky. Probably next week, though. Um, we're going to start having artists on real, real soon. Matter of fact, let me go on Instagram live for this. I gotta make these goddamn. We gotta get these announcements off right quick. Hold this, nigga. Make yourself useful. Wait, face it. Face the camera the other way, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right, so look, we live recording right now on the podcast. We're popping Instagram. Um, like I said earlier, we're gonna be having artists on soon. Any artists. So send me a music so I can check it out before I have you on. That way I can see if you're worth talking about. This is pointing at my phone. The fuck? <laughs> no, poor connection, but it's good now. Um, my connection just not getting good. No, it's good. It's good. Okay, we're gonna be having artists coming on soon. We're also gonna in a January. I said this last podcast, but we're gonna have a one year anniversary podcast party. So be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be a great time. You're gonna definitely want to be there. And uh, you go follow the podcast at Five of LA Podcast on Instagram. Same thing on Twitter. Um, if you want to email us any questions or any inquiries at five four LA Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Cody, you got any announcements? Trey? If you like orange juice more than apple juice, you a foul nigga. Just letting you know. <laughs> Who the fuck don't like this motherfucker that <laughs> fucked up my life? <laughs> <laughs> nigga done fucked wow, up yeah. my life. <laughs> Niggas done wow. fucked up the live, fam. So, yeah, we got shit coming. Um, A lot of shit in the works. But if you're a local artist, or you could be from anywhere, you want to be on a podcast and talk about your music or whatever, and talk about social stuff, we definitely would love to have you on. You know, so, we're greatly appreciated. Yeah. Remember. So, sign off for one 800 504 podcast. I'm we Tim. appreciate you. That's Cody. Adios. That's Trey. Light-skinned ass nigga. We out. Peace. <laughs>